0: Gandhi once said, there is more to life than increasing its speed. However, if we look at life today, we see that it's all about speed when we prepare a meal when we eat our meal when we visit our doctor drive the kids to school do our shopping meet when we meet friends not to mention what happens in the business very tight deadlines calls that you need to to take immediately and texts that you want to reply right away life can really move so quickly that we run the risk of sacrificing the enjoyment of life for efficiency science has also demonstrated that slowing down has very important benefits for our health and well-being giving our brain the possibility to take downtown moments as very important benefit produces very important benefits on our productivity, attention, memory, creativity, general health and well being. We sleep better. We, um, our, our health really improves and extensive research has been conducted on naps, meditation breaks, walks in nature, as well as on the habits of exceptional artists and athletes. And this research has revealed how mental breaks really have all the benefits that I mentioned. So increased productivity, better attention, focus, clarity, better memory and better creativity too. In today's episode, I want to share with you the steps that I have been taking since last October after a major health issue that forced me to stop and really take stock of my life, how I was living the very hectic pace at which i was living my both my personal and professional life so i have been taking steps to ensure that i really slow down and i also want to share with you the benefits that i have been experiencing since then in terms of my general well-being my health but also in terms of the way i'm now working and running my business and I hope that this episode can be inspiring to you and maybe you want to try out yourself some of the, of the steps of the things that I have been implementing in my life. So this is what happened in October. It was the second lockdown in Italy. I've always worked online. However, since March 2020, my schedule started to be really full. With no breaks, no me me time, Zoom calls back to back, eating in front of the computer, very little physical activity. My body had been screaming to me for a while, but I ignored it. All the signs were there. Tension, contraction, the typical headache of, you know, when you have high blood pressure, shallow breathing, my eyes were burning, and I had like a block in my throat. So one night, I went to bed, and after 10 minutes, the room started spinning around me. And I thought, I must be very tired. In the middle of the night, I woke up to go to the bathroom and the room was still spinning and I couldn't even turn my head because I lost my balance when I did. Again, I thought, I, I'm very tired. Next morning, the situation hadn't changed at all. And at that point, I thought that something was wrong And so I decided to measure my blood pressure, 200 over 120. So my son took me to the emergency unit right away where I spent the night. I started a treatment and it took me six weeks to go back to my normal functioning self. Six weeks during which I had the time to go through my life And see all the unhealthy habits I had, the activities and tasks that were not benefiting myself nor my business, all the yeses that I had said that should have been no's, the needless, hectic, busy schedule I had, despite all my energy and spiritual work. In that moment, I decided that I couldn't go on that way any longer That lifestyle wasn't doing any good to me. And not only I needed, but I really wanted to slow down. And in those six weeks in bed, gosh, I couldn't stand because when I did, I staggered. So in those six weeks, I wanted to know more about the benefits of slowing down. I googled, you know, slowing down and scientific studies on the internet, and I will link the the, in the show notes uh, an amazing um, article on a website where all these studies that have been conducted on taking naps, meditation, taking walks, uh, etc., are all listed and discussed. And I also had the time to read a beautiful book that had been sitting on my bookshelves for quite some time, and I hadn't read it yet, and that I recommend to you. It's a book by Richard Carlson and Joseph Bailey, and the title is Slowing Down to the Speed of Life, How to Create a More Peaceful, Simpler Life from the Inside Out, and I will link that in the show notes too. So modern scientific research now shows that there is evidence proving that our brains need a break now and then. And this research has been investigating the habits of office workers and the daily routines of extraordinary artists and athletes the benefits of vacation, meditation, and the time spent in uh, nature, so in parks, uh, gardens, and other outdoor spaces, and how napping, unwinding a while, while awake, and uh, the also the mere act of, you know, um, blinking and moving your eyes can uh, sharpen and relax your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and research has also clarified that even when we are relaxing, the brain doesn't slow down or stop working. Rather um, there are many important uh, processes that happen in the brain that require what we call downtime and other forms of rest or relaxation during the day. This downtime Improves attention, motivation, encourages productivity and creativity and is essential to both achieve high levels of performance and also form stable memories in everyday life. In these moments... Um, We are also able to learn from the past and plan for the future. So the moments of relaxation or downtime may even uh, be necessary to keep one's inner compass in order and maintain a sense of self, not to mention the benefits for your health, including improved sleep, peace of mind and reduced stress. So I have slowed down and I can tell you that I can see the benefits of it since, you know, the very beginning and despite I already had a very regular, um, a regular routine, um a regular self care routine I start my days uh meditating and i meditate again at the end of my working day to transition into a more relaxing uh time i so i meditate i practice a reiki i i i do some breath work and uh i i journal so i do I already had this routine in place, but it wasn't enough because although I had it, you know, I was still working and living at a pace that was completely against the natural flow of life. So since I started introducing what I'm going to describe to you, I could see the results from the very beginning. So this is what I've done. One, I start each day with three major goals or tasks for the day. This is something I've learned from uh, Michael Hyatt. I'm going to, uh, to um, put the link to his website in the show notes. And so I focus on these three major goals or tasks for the day no more than that and only if i complete these three tasks and i still have time i can add an extra task or goal for the day otherwise i won't i will i will stick to the to the three main ones two i put everything in my calendar So also the breaks that I will discuss uh, today in the podcast and um, the exercise time all the me time, uh, I put every single thing in my calendar because when it's there, I'm sure that I will do it and I will follow the plan and therefore I will take the breaks that I need to take during the day. Three, I took stock of my digital life. I love technology. However, in this fast-paced world where there are hundreds, and I think I'm being very conservative, new apps every day that help you to be more productive, more organized, to eat better, to exercise, to communicate and you name it, we've all become addicted to the new shining objects out there. And don't misunderstand me. I'm all for technology as long as you use it instead of allowing it to use you. So I have decided to see which forms of the digital world best served me. And I made a plan to spend a certain amount of time on the digital world, only on this, in these places, and I committed to ignore all the rest. And you know what? It works perfectly and it's okay. Right? Four, I decided to practice mindfulness when I'm eating and when I prepare my, my meals. So I eat slow and I prepare my meals slowly. So instead of chewing quickly and barely tasting the food, rushing to the coffee, and by the way, I've given up coffee since October, I have developed this habit of slowing down at each meal. And it, it's very good for your digest, digestive system too. Plus, it makes you feel fuller faster I've always tended to, you know, not to lose weight. And I am seeing also the positive effect on my weight. And before mindful eating became, you know, a buzzword, Uh, author Alice Waters, uh, who was the owner and former chef of a famous restaurant, Chez Panisse, she created the slow food movement. And uh, slow food is in favor of healthy eating and it stresses the importance of holistic foods. And she says that to have a basic ingredient that can be prepared, that can prepare a million different uh, ways is a beautiful thing. So when it's time to eat your meal, commit to to do so without distractions so no reading, no texting, no TV, no technology of any kind just bring your focus to the food and before you take a bite, look at what is on your plate the colors, the shapes and think about what it took to bring that beautiful food on your table where the vegetables were grown, maybe who prepared that food. And then when you're ready, take a bite and chew slowly, as slow as possible, and taste each flavor and engage all your senses. And do the same when you prepare your meals for yourself and for the other people who, you know, shared the meal with you, your family and friends. And in this case, Try to be aware of the energy that you are putting in the preparation of the meal. So if you are stressed, just stop, slow down, take a deep breath and try to bring joy and um, pleasure in, uh, in the activity that you are doing. So while you are preparing your meal. So make sure that the energy that you put into the preparation of your meal is an energy of joy. And number five, integrate I've integrated pauses into my daily life. And by pauses I don't mean breaks. We will we will talk about breaks too. Uh, When I pause I mean you stop. And then you readjust. And when you stop, like breathing, this causes an internal shift. You let distractions go and you center your attention. And you enjoy the gifts of joy, the the gifts of the pause. The joy that that, that the pause brings to your life. And so when you wake up in the morning, before you even get out of bed, just stop. Give yourself a break, tune to your senses, pay attention to your awareness, take your time. And then, only when you're ready, you get up. And do that even when you are taking a shower and um, make, you know, take the time and make this pause a moment for you to ground yourself. I do this even before I start working. So when I open my computer, even before I turn it on, I pause for a moment, and I bring my attention to to the computer, knowing that the moment I push the the switch to turn it on uh, this is the moment I focus on my business, so enjoy the pauses on uh, during your day. Number six I take. Breathing breaks. This can also be meditation breaks, but since I meditate already twice a day, I, I use these breaks to breathe mindfully or consciously. Um, so what I do, every two, I work for two hours, and then I take a, a 10, 15 minute break. If, you know, the weather is nice and warm, I have a nice garden, I go outside in the garden and I spend a few minutes just enjoying the fresh air and uh, the, uh, the trees and the colors of the flowers, the chirping of birds. And then I I start breathing and I put my attention on my breath and I start by first making it deeper and then I slow down my breath and then I start counting from one to four when I inhale and from four to one when I exhale and I do this for three, four, five minutes and, um, and at, at the end of this break I am, you know, refocused, re-energized and uh, the effect is, is really evident. So you can do that by closing your eyes or you can keep them open and, uh, and start breathing and uh, rest in the awareness of your breath. Number seven, no more multitasking but unitasking. Multitasking can become a real obstacle to mindfulness, but also to productivity. It gets your thoughts spinning instead of allowing your thoughts to be focused on one single thing. So try to put your attention on one action at a time with your total focus and concentration. And when you feel the need to shift your gaze, try to resist and stay on track. And notice how each task, how each action feels when you put all your attention on that one thing at that time. Take a nap. This is number eight. Or go for a walk when you are tired. It happens, especially, uh, you know, around lunchtime. Let's see around two, three o'clock. You may feel very tired. You feel that you are losing your concentration. Maybe your eyes are tired. And maybe you would like to take a nap. Take it take it it can be a short nap i remember when i was younger and i was living with my parents my dad used to he had a he was working in the center of rome and we were living in the suburbs and he went to work in the morning and he, he used to come back home for lunch he had lunch and then he took a 10 15 minute nap and then he went back to his office. That was possible, of course, uh, at that time because the traffic in Rome at that time wasn't as bad as it is today. I think it wouldn't be possible today to do that. Anyway, he used to take a nap. He's done that I, all his life. I remember my father always to take a nap after after lunch in the afternoon before you know, either going back to work or once he retired to do, you know, anything he wanted to do in the afternoon. So our body needs to rest. It needs to rest during the day. So let's listen to our body. And when we feel that we need a rest, just take this rest. It can be a nap or you can go for a walk If you don't want to uh, take a nap, I practice Reiki, so I give myself a self-Reiki treatment. Um, But pay attention to what your body says. Number nine, lower your tolerance for stress. People often mistakenly think that they can handle more stress. And in doing that, they can build resilience. However, this is not true. If you can handle more stress, guess what? You will always feel stressed. Stress is actually a signal that we have fallen into an unhealthy thought process or an unhealthy activity. And we are moving away from our mental health. Stress should be the signal that helps us move out of our analytical thinking, pause and connect with our body and inner self and ask ourselves what's going on. So see stress like the warning light in the car that warns that the engine is overheating. Without this warning light, we might damage the engine, and this happened to me in October. I ignored the warning light. so not paying attention to our feelings of stress may lead us may lead us to a heart attack, stroke, and other medical emergency in my case, my blood pressure skyrocketed. So catching yourself when you are spiraling, allows you to move out of the spiral and slow down before there is an adverse effect on your health and well-being. So, with practice, you learn how to create for yourself a calm state of mind where the same things that used to feel really stressful, now are not so stressful anymore. When when you slow down, you slow down to the speed of life and you notice life in front and around you. Life at that point is no longer an endless race to some impossible goals or a race to get God knows what life starts to flow and every moment holds the opportunity for happiness joy serenity freedom, fulfillment and abundance you enjoy actually every moment and not only you have the awareness and the certainty that you, you have the, the tools and the means that signal when something is not in flow with life. And you can learn the resources and the tools that help you go back on track and live a healthful um, life. A life full of, you know, pleasure, joy and well-being. So I hope that this solo episode has inspired you. I've just shared my experience and I hope this inspir- experience may be inspiring for you. Maybe you want to try out some of the of these steps that I have taken in my life. Some of the things that I have introduced in my life and um or you can experiment with some different ones that help you to slow down and uh, benefit from these uh, downtown uh, moments when you are aligned to the flow of life. Thank you for being with me today, and I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing you next week for another beautiful episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast. I'm going to have an amazing guest next week, Sara Santa Croce, and we will be speaking about gentle marketing and the gentle marketing revolution that she has initiated. Bye for now.